Hey everyone, Haley here. If you are listening to this on the day of release, I need you to mark your calendars. Tomorrow, May 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash hideouslaughterpod, Griffin and Steve will be doing a live stream Zone of Truth. Now, this isn't a normal stream or a normal Zone of Truth. It will be available to everyone and... We will be streaming to raise funds for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. May is Cystic Fibrosis Awareness Month, and this foundation helps to fund research to cure cystic fibrosis. We are going to have a lot of fun for a good cause. Join us if you can tomorrow, May 7th at 8 p.m. Eastern on our Twitch channel, which is again, twitch.tv slash hideouslaughterpod. With that being said, I hope to hear from you tomorrow, and I'll welcome you to episode 143 on Omen Pond. Do you like liquor and things that go boom? Then buckle up, listener, because this one's for you. Prepare yourself for the Hideous Laughter Podcast. Hey everybody, and welcome back to the Hideous Laughter Podcast, episode 143. Group drink! Group Ooh, drink. Group drink episode. And this is another sponsored group drink from our friend Nathaniel, but this one has a little bit of a twist. He got us a bottle of Midori and said, everybody make your own drink out of it. So we don't have a uniform group drink. We each made a drink containing Midori. If you... If any of our fans really want to suggest a different alcohol to put in our drink, at least make it palatable. No Uzo. <laughs> no Uzo. Draw the line at Uzo. Yeah, Midori was a great choice. Yeah, a little something for everybody there. So thank you, Nathaniel. I'll kick us off. I'm drinking a Midori Sour. It's Midori Vodka, lemon or lime juice in my case, and seltzer. And it's pretty good. Emily, what you got? I made a mermaid drink. Because this was an HLP pole beverage, of course I had to put blue curacao in it. Oh, boy. So of course you did. Midori, blue curacao, lime, and tonic. It's pretty good. It's a vibrant green color with the two mixed together, which is kind of fun. Speaking of kind of fun, hey, Haley, what are you drinking? Hey, I am is drinking- it not water? It's this not time? water. Wow. Give it up. It's not, it's not water. It's it. a group drink. Yeah. I wasn't sure if you'd participate. Yes, I'm going to participate. I've never not participated. <laughs> Brutal. <sighs> Rude. Either way, I've got rose gold as the drink that I am naming it because it's pinkish in color. Um, and it is a strawberry margarita with Midori in it. Okay. That sounds good. Brooks? Well, uh, also a bit of a margarita, but mine is just a Midori margarita with uh, a very, very little amount of sour mix or whatever else you put in a margarita. A lot of tequila, triple sec, 
Midori, lime juice, and some local uh, lime honey, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. Got to get rid of those allergies. <laughs> Eating local honey all day, every day. Maybe. Speaking of my local honey. Hey, Steve. Oh, hey, what's up, bud? What you drinking? I'm right here. <laughs> oh, you? You know. Okay. <laughs> you, you know how it is. Just, well, just that sweet treat. You know it. Um, so last week, you know, you know, I was saying bad boys drink Everclear. And I'm not drinking Everclear this week, but bad boys drink. Uh, no, I can't say this. Yeah, you can. <laughs> say it. Keep going. You started The drink this. is called alligator sperm. So, that what bad boys so what drink? do bad, bad boys drink? Bad, no. What do bad boys drink? You want to eat some bad boys drink sperm. Yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> this is uh, Midori pineapple juice and uh, cream. <laughs> bad, bad boys for life. <laughs> Just sneak creams in there. <laughs> yep. Oh, boy. But I've had this before. It's actually really good. <laughs> I'm surprised uh, you went back to a pole drink because that's just. That was a pole drink, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. This was from a long time ago. One of the better ones. If I remember correctly, that was a group drink as well, because I remember having it. I think I gave it to you at some point, but I think it was 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 specifically targeted at me. The amount you guys passed the drinks back and forth, I think you guys just shared. Never really know who's is who's. We just know that we've had, collectively, we've had all the shitty drinks on the show. Besides, we, we the share a shot. lot. We share a lot. Bad boys for life. That's right. <laughs> well, that's us. Speaking of bad boys, I think we got to roll a couple bad boys here because we're, By in, the way, we're in another round. Highly recommend strawberry and Midori. It's a great mix together. Sounds good. All right. I got sub 10. Uh, me too. Me too. 13. I think I'm good. 14. Eight. Nine. Nine. Oh! You know what they say, bad boys drink first. <laughs> Is that what they say? I thought they drank That's something right. else. What, I thought. Oh, I thought it... nope. What else do bad boys say, Steve? They want something nasty on their drink full. <laughs> Steve, no. give, me, give me five bad boys. <laughs> Just give me five things bad boys do. All right. Uh, let's but see. But you can't repeat any. Yeah, no, re- no repeats. What about ones I've already done? You can't do any that you've already done today. All right, well, I've banged out like four of them. So... Bad, bad, boys. Bo- bad boys drink hams. Bad okay. boys drink malort. These are all drinks. Uh, bad boys get White Castle at four in the morning. Okay. All right. <laughs> all right. Uh, bad boys have all 11 theatrical Star Wars posters up in their single bedroom apartment. Yep. Yep. Uh, okay, we're narrowing it down. <laughs> and uh, bad boys gotta be bad. They gotta be bad. <laughs> <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how, how bad would you say your everyday actions are? Oh, bad. <laughs> bad boy, level high. You got to. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Emily, on that drink pool, I, I think I'm going to need you to put in that quote that bad boys want the nasty drinks or uh, exactly. In I fact, let's like, rewind the tape. Exactly. put his first one. Bad boys drink sperm. <laughs> <laughs> I do think we need to put, though, that you want something nasty. I mean, if you, you know say it in it the is. episode. It's going to go on the poll. You know, if ever there was a... <laughs> and I won't a, edit it out. <laughs> a, oh, I was going to say, if ever there was a clip to edit, or uh, for a fan edit, I think that's that's it. Well, I was just going to say, I want it set to music if you're going to pull it from, uh, <laughs> from the episode. <laughs> we haven't done Baker Street in a while. That's true. <laughs> well, 
can we can we get that another take steve uh with that in the back uh yeah let, give me one second <laughs> bad boys take a couple seconds to find the right music bad boys take their time <laughs> bad boys operate the ones and twos bad boys gonna be bad I mean, for a bad boy, that was pretty nice. Yeah, it was pleasant. Let's get into the episode, shall we? Yes. Let's keep talking about bad boys. Well, uh, you got to fight a pretty bad boy bad coming boy. up. So when last we left our heroes, they encountered a creature up in the sky known as a Shantak. And it swooped down, grabbing Air Bear off of the roof and hurtling him into the pond where he experienced some rough currents. The entire party jumped off the roof and you dealt with what was going on in the pond. But unfortunately you haven't really put a lot of numbers on this Shantak and it is done being blind and we're back in combat. So let's hit it. So at the top of the round, Shantak is in season. He's coming in. He's going to move. Oh, boy. Let's see if he can get right up to you. He's got an 80-foot fly speed. And I believe that's enough to get to Eclipse. Okay. Okay. Descends out of the sky at Eclipse thing. It's currently 15 feet above her because it has reach. It's going to... Bite using power attack. Fair. He has a 15 foot long neck. Yeah, baby. These huge <laughs> creatures. Look that crazy reach. In the sky. <laughs> All right, Haley. That's going to be a 29 to hit. That hits. That hits? Okay. Pretty solid. Min damage 16 points of damage. And honestly, that's all he can do. <laughs> he can move and attack. All right. Normally, I would utilize some flyby attack, but he had to move the extent of his movement to get to you. So he is 15 feet in the air, but right by Eclipse. It's Freya's turn. Freya, you're still invisible. I'm slightly tempted to use another burst of radiance, but the way the party is situated right now air bear is still in the water he's right by the edge of the shore so freya's going to use her action to command the rope to move air bear uh 10 feet and onto the shore so just from behind matumbe from seemingly open in space you hear and he's gonna move onto the shore. That's, I think that's another bad boyism. You just did a bad boy. <laughs> bad boys balk. I want my bad boy point uh, marked on the board. <laughs> we don't do good boy points. We only do bad boy points. <laughs> Matumbe, you're up next. All right. So Matumbe was ro- I was pulling in this rope the whole time. I have to imagine. That, that means he doesn't have like his shield or his book in his hand. Yeah, pulling the rope in. You maybe could have your 
shield like still on your arm. You know what I mean? I won't make okay. you re-equip equip your shield. All right, that sounds good to me. I, th- I think that's pretty fair. So what that means is Matumbe is going to uh, pull out an extract, one you probably haven't seen in a little while, and slug it back as he grows inside. You love to see it. Basically, so he, he takes a move action to pull, standard to drink, and then five foot steps under the creature. All right. I like that. He is currently in range of the creature. He and the creature should be able to each hit each other because you're 10 feet tall and have 10 feet of reach. You got it. Air Bear, you're on the shore now. Finally on the shore, this life-saving rope has brought me to land and definitely going to use that move action to stand up and drop I want to drop the uh, Wakazashi's I'm going to say you never even drew them because you guys didn't really enter combat so I'm not going to make you like sheath them or drop them it doesn't really make sense that you were swimming around in there with them in your hands perfect so then yes uh with with that uh just uh draw draw the the longbow and that is my turn okay eclipse that'd probably mean eclipse does not have her axe huh oh it most certainly does when you went out to grab air bear there's no way you're doing all that with a two-handed axe yeah 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 absolutely that makes a, a lot of sense griffin I'm glad you agree. Yeah, that just is unfortunate for myself. Is there a weapon property floating? And then you could have <laughs> the, used the voyage, it. The voyage <laughs> special <laughs> weapon property? There's armor that does that. There's corked armor. Yeah, there is. It's uh, That's always interesting. Anyways, I guess I'm going to take a five-foot step back, and I'm going to cast haste on the... Wait, no, we already have Blessing of Fervor. There's no reason for haste, is there? You can use Blessing of Fervor for something else. That's... True, just for AC. That's the only thing it'd give us, right? Is AC attacks and reflex then? If you always selected that, because otherwise haste gives you the movement and extra attack. There is also an option where you can apply a metamagic feat to some spells as well. But yeah, the AC is one of the better ones. Okay. That's what I'm going to use, and I am going to take a step five, a step back, and I'll cast haste so that everyone just has a plus two their AC basically all the time now because they really only have that one option unless you have the spellcasters, I guess. That's what I'll do because I it'll take me a long time to get my axe. Okay. It's the Shantak's turn. It's going to fly past. It will provoke from Matumbe. It's going to attempt to... I mean, Freya is invisible... And I just have Air Bear and Eclipse here. Eclipse is the closest target. It's going to attack at you. That's a 26. No, because Blessing of Fervor. Okay, so you put that bonus on. So it attacks at Eclipse and moves. Matumbe, you're the only one that can reach it. You can get an attack of opportunity on it. So I don't have my book out, but I do got the shield. I could check a, a shield bash at it. Do you have the ability to shield bash? That's a, It's on my sheet. 
It's a feat. Yeah, I thought it was a feat to do so. Unless there's something... I know there are there's shield, like shield training specific feats. There might be one that like enables you to do attacks of opportunity. Let me do a real quick check on this. I think, think anyone can shield bash. You can shield bash. It's the it's similar it's to like the that's the, the throw anything. Like you can throw anything. That's what it is. There's improved shield bash which is when you perform a shield bash, you can apply the shield's bonus to your AC while still doing that. <laughs> But for Matumbe, you couldn't apply. You could do a shield bash, but you, you lose can't. Your shield bonus AC. Yeah. Oh, that's fine. I mean, it's, yeah. he's not coming at me anyway. Yeah, that's right. fine. You can attempt a shield bash as it flies forty feet away, this direction. All right. Let me take a quick swipe and see if I hit anything. I'm swinging with a little bit of a penalty here. It's not my juiced up book. Let's see what happens. Oh no way! Fucking twelve total. Awful. Totally miss. Is the creature going to attack at all? It did. It just tried to attack Eclipse and missed. Oh, right, right, right. Which is unfortunate. I didn't use my feet. Shame on me. I should have tried to grab you. I'm glad you didn't. Yeah, I'm I'm not glad I did. But I can fly, so. I know, but I do crushing damage. Oh, okay. Yeah, I would not want that. you're up. Right now, we're all clumped up right on the side of the water here we're not very far away from the house and this thing is just going to keep pecking at us uh, until we can find some shelter so Freya calls out to the party since they can't see her we need to take shelter and she's going to move with haste 50 feet closer to the door um, with haste, actually, you're n- you don't get a full plus thirty. Oh, okay. Yeah, you have 40. It's up to it's double okay. your speed or up to thirty. Sorry, I'm getting confused I with know, the I blessing know. that gives you the thirty. <laughs> so she can only move forty feet. Freya ends up right at the stairs of the house. She's invisible, and she comes out of invisibility as she casts Burst of Radiance onto the bird again, so I need it to make another reflex save. Of course you do. That is a 28. Yeah, that succeeds. So instead of being blinded, it is only dazzled for four rounds. And then it is going to take some damage. 16 points of damage. Sounds good. Matumbe, you're up. Matumbe's he threatens a large area now, which means that he can reach down far away and grab the rope of climbing, because I don't want to lose this item. <laughs> <laughs> so he grabs the rope of climbing and Freya speaks with wisdom, and then books it to the door. He may be a canonically over one ton weighing man, but he can run 60 feet in one movement. <laughs> with his oh boy. Air bear. I think it's only because of the long strides. Yeah, I mean, he, he went he went almost 60 feet, but it was like three steps. <laughs> you don't want to see him lay up from across the court. <laughs> he thought he broke backboards before. <laughs> Alright, I am going to move my full movement up to the house. I want nothing to do with this 
ridiculous <laughs> giraffe necks, flying beast. Eclipse. Okay. She can move 40 feet right now. That puts me almost up to the door. Also, is Matumbe straddling the staircase? He's got one foot on it. Nice. All of us small creatures are going to run under your legs. <laughs> Everybody has to watch out for Matumbe accidentally steps on him. He's going to, like, mama hen them. All the little chicks <laughs> running around. He's just going to cover them. And honestly, I don't know how at this point Eclipse doesn't try to get her axe because what if, right? Like, what if we can't get... We haven't opened this door before at all. And so uh, right now, searching through my what ifs, I think it only makes sense that Eclipse attempts to get her axe. So it's not easy for me because it's a standard action. I don't have to roll anything, but it is a standard action. All right. So you moved and you took your standard action. Yes. This creature is intelligent. It now knows who blinded it. Mm-hmm. It flies towards the party. Matumba, you may take an attack of opportunity. Still shield bashing. Yep, I know. <laughs> uh, not much better. 15. Nope. Okay. Freya does a... Does 26 hit you? Ah, uh, yes. Really? Okay, so first things first. Yeah. Take 21 points of damage. Next, the creature is going to attempt to grab you using its snatch feet. That is a 41. Yes. Okay. Uh, And you didn't have any abilities like freedom of movement on, right? No, but she does still have feather fall. Okay. That's good because it grabs you and takes off into the sky. You, When it grabs you, you immediately move to its space. So it just yoinks you 15 feet in the air, and then it's going to move diagonally up another 30 feet away from the group. Which direction? Uh, away from the house. Like over the water? Not over the water, but oh, over the path. So you're now about 45 feet off the ground in the creature's clutches. It is your turn. All right, this is really not good for Freya. How is it casting spells in... Not good. Okay. Is it a concentration check? So you can't cast a spell while grappled unless you make a concentration check. Casting while you have the grappled or pin condition is difficult and requires a concentration equal to DC 10 plus the grappler's CMB plus the level of the spell you're casting. Oh, that's... That's going to be tough with this creature. Yeah, it's going to be really hard. Uh, because I have freedom of movement uh, prepared for the day, but I don't think I'm going to be able to cast that while in its clutches. If you have a spell, though, that is only verbal components, can you negate that check, like using liberating command? Let's see. That's an interesting problem. Because it's a... Uh, it's an immediate action and only verbal component. Did you know that you can't cast it on yourself? Oh. Because it's an immediate action for you to cast and makes you take an immediate action. You cannot take two immediate actions in a turn. Oh, so you can't cast oh. it as like a standard. Hmm. 
<laughs> Shit! That really stinks. Wild. Uh, that makes sense, but yeah. <clears throat> Wild. Now, realistically, I would allow it to... I, I feel like you can use this turn's swift action to cast it, and next turn's swift action as your immediate action to do it. And that doesn't really bother me. At that point, though... It's probably going to have already flown up and tried to drop me. Yeah, I, I really don't see... No, no, no. I mean, I would allow you to take both because remember, oh, you're oh, using okay, an immediate okay. action utilizes the next turn's swift action, not this turn's swift action because it okay. is your turn. It's, it's just tough because you still need that concentration check. It's still... Oh, oh wait, wait, wait. Since it, so since it has no somatic components, you can cast it while grappled. Okay. It's just like, even though I don't have any of those components, I would still need to concentrate. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There really is not much I can do. So. You're basically either shooting for the moon on a concentration or shooting for the moon on a uh, escape artist. Or you're punching it. Is the, the escape artist would be a standard action. Yes. To get out. Technically, you could try both, since I've said I'll let you do the swift action and immediate action thing. I understand why they have it as a... why you can't do it on yourself, too, because it's I feel as though the caster is almost commanding the other person, hey, become free, and you can't command yourself. Like, that's silly. It's like you can't tickle yourself. It's just not possible. <laughs> other Barry, get out of this situation. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <other Barry. laughs> Great archer reference. She doesn't even have a... She has her bow out, so... Can't attack. You could drop your bow from the sky for someone else to use. <laughs> uh, one thing she can do, because I, I really don't think it's going to be possible for her to make that concentration check, and... She like is a plus zero for escape artist, so that's not gonna work. You could make a CMB check against the CMD. Also not possible. Uh, <laughs> so what she is gonna do is uh, she's gonna hope that she can survive whatever happens next. So she's going to give herself a touch of good. So she's gonna get a plus four on uh, this next round on a skill check, ability check, or saving throw. Smart. So we'll see. Yep, see what happens. Or at least she'll be able to uh, try to do something next round then. Yeah. Okay, Matumbe. Freya has just been snatched away. (laughs) All right. I will enter pursuit. Um, just to just to clarify, this creature grabbed Freya and moved out. Did it start climbing yeah, as well? So it's basically, like I said, it's uh, forty-five feet in the air now. Ooh, because it was fifteen and it climbed thirty. Oh, I'm coming for it. So with a jump, I would only need to make up a gap of twenty-five feet. Only, only. <laughs> yeah. What's the what's the DC for every feet above uh, every foot above? Um, let's see here. Trying to hit a DC 16 to jump four feet. That gets me a little bit of the way there. <laughs> yeah. Um, then it's plus, it's, uh, add, add four on top of that DC for every foot beyond that. So, 
Um, uh, every pretty, one foot. Pretty significant. Yeah, every one foot. Pretty significant uh, penalties pretty if you want to, <laughs> you know, jump straight straight up ten feet. But because my speed is greater than thirty feet, I get a plus twelve to the jump. My acrobatics is nine, so I'm rolling at a plus twenty-one. Well, that's when it's horizontal. The jump is horizontal and not vertical. I think the running start helps both. It does, yeah. At least I, I'm pretty sure that's that's it it, how we rolled oh, nice. it in uh, yeah. the dunk of the century during uh, the Vrood fight. But yeah. I mean, that was me just trying to make up a few feet. This I mean, is Space Jam Two's out soon. So. <laughs> <laughs> to pull the Jordan long arm for that. Honestly, if you cast long arm on yourself, you probably have a pretty decent shot. But then I can't do it this turn, though. That's the thing, because I gotta whip out the uh, the drank and throw it back, because it's a it's an investigator thing, not an inquisitor thing. All right, so draw the book and throw it. <laughs> I mean, I could. Not doing that though. And it's in the water, and it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's disintegrated. Sorry. Someone's got to open the door, too. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, too. So I will turn and attempt to open the door before I do anything. Because yeah, I'm right in front of the door. Opening the door is easy peasy for 14 foot tall Shaq. All right. So he just, he uh, does a roundhouse kick over Air Bear, blows open the door, <laughs> um, and then, I don't know, takes off in pursuit of, uh, of Freya while drawing the book. And gets right under. It's pretty much as right under as I can get with uh, the way things are laid out on the map. So, I don't know. That's a turn. Oh, boy. Air Bear, you have a bow. I do. And I'm hasted. Time to shoot. Shoot, baby, shoot. It is in your first range increment easily. It's possible. Mm Mm-hmm. Does a well thirty-four? Oh, thirty-four. Oh, it's probable. <laughs> it does fantastic. Hit. Twenty-six. Twenty-six hits. Twenty. Twenty misses. Big damage here, Griff. Big damage. Oh, I know how big the damage is on Buzz without any additional bonuses to it. Big damage. Solid damage, actually. Uh, 12. 12 damage, okay. Nice. Eclipse. Alright, Eclipse has plenty of movement to get up at this thing. You have flight, right? Yeah. You could charge at it. Fuck yeah, I'm doing that. Charge right over. You almost like <laughs> yeah. you, you fly up and then you like push off Matumbe's shoulders. Oh yeah! On a diagonal charge up to the thing. If you think I'm not doing that, you're insane. Yeah, I, I want like I so her her to be like running up through the air over him. He like re- like lifts up his shield or his book and she like springs off and he gives her a little push or something. Absolutely, you are 100 percent correct. That's what's gonna happen. The combo. Wombo combo. All right, Eclipse is charging up. Yeah, power attack? Yeah. Right. Of course I am. <laughs> Excuse me. Who doesn't it's Eclipse. <laughs> I don't know. When does she not? There was only one first There was only one. Maybe you're feeling a little gray today. 15 on the die plus 19 yeah, is do it. going to hit. to hit. 24 points of damage. And now Eclipse 
It's right above Machumbe. Right up on this guy. Oh no, it's getting difficult. Placement is becoming difficult. The 3D imagery. Oh boy. Well, it's the Shantex turn. It's gonna free action drop Freya. So rude. Hey, that's probably the best thing that could happen for Freya. She still has Feather Fall. Okay, so she floats to the ground. It's going to full attack Eclipse. Okay. <laughs> See the mistake I've made. <laughs> but I think it's fair. It'll save It'll save Freya. All right. 28. Yep. 28. Yep. Die. Natural one. Miss. 21 points of damage for the first one. And 21 points of damage for the second one. So a bite and a claw slam into you. The creature doesn't move, though. It's up in the air. A little bit past Matumbe's reach. But toe-to-toe with Eclipse. Freya. Does Freya start her turn, like, prone on the ground after getting dropped? No, not with Featherfall, you like. Oh, sweet. You're like a cat. That is perfect. But a very slow-falling cat. If you were, like, unconscious, then yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, she... She is conscious, but, uh... I feel like she may not normally land on her feet except for the Featherfall. Well, with the haste... Freya does have her bow out, and this creature is within range. Uh, is it able to hit her from where she's at at the ground? No, it's 45 feet in the air, so Perfect. you being on the ground takes you way out of its reach. Great. Uh, she is going to attack then with her longbow, and I am going to use that touch of good on uh, the attack. Awesome. Quick question. If you were to cast elongate arms on this creature, would its neck be the thing that actually grows? It's got claws, too. Oh, okay. But I was hoping it was I guess it would just increase... Foot, if, uh, if long arm <laughs> just increases reach by five feet, then yes, it would increase the, the neck reach as well. It's it's just it says specifically your arms growing yeah, length. Yeah. Oh, so it's only its wings. That's disappointing. Uh, so I have over a thirty, and then a twenty-seven. Mm-hmm. All right, so two hits, and then a twenty exactly, which I think does not hit. Nope. Does okay. Not hit. Oh, I forgot to uh, do my deadly aim. Darn it! Didn't click it on. It's my fault. Just be risky like me and always leave it on. I, sh- like, should. I just hardly ever use my bow, so I don't have it clicked on, but I, I have should've. to remember when I'm like, I actually will turn it off. Yeah, I'm turning it off because I keep missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to I'm gonna do that from now on. I'm going to click it on after this. 16 points of damage. Okay. Is that it? Uh, and then... She has a move action still, so she is going to move... Well, no, because you attacked multiple times. Oh, yeah, I did. Duh. You have Uh, like a five-foot step if you want it. 
Uh, yeah, I'll take a five foot step towards the house. Sounds good. Matumbe. Got touch spells. Got melee damage I can do, but this thing's 25 feet beyond where I could even threaten, which is unfortunate. Just want to wait in the wings to catch Eclipse when she goes unconscious. Well, I'm already below her. So... Only like half health. There's not a lot I can do here, folks. But I do have a ranged option. Tumbe reaches up. Begins to cast. Oh, boy. Here we go. Am I getting an acid splash or some shit? (laughs) Comes a ranged touch attack. (laughs) You dick. (laughs) Why don't you just run inside? Nobody is there. Both of you are there. No, I know, but nobody's caught. You're going to get full round attacked again. I guess so. So that's a 27 against your touch. (laughs) That hits. Got him. (laughs) Is that one point of acid damage? Uh, Yes. Weak ass like Windex spray comes out of his book <laughs> and deals one point of acid damage to the creature. Steve, what does it look like? No. Then one health. No! Oh! oh! Let's go. Fuck all of you individually. <laughs> fuck you all. I didn't even think you had acid splash. I was like, yeah, that sucks. He's got nothing he can do. Fuck all of you. And the Windex spray. Doesn't even quite make it, but then there's a breeze that a little updraft, and it just kind of coats this creature, and it just begins to dissolve. The flesh melts from its bones and rains over Matumbe as he basks in his glory and then books it to the house. Everybody else did more than you. <laughs> hey, take the wins when you hey, can get Haley, Haley, scoreboard. Sorry. <sighs> Kill steal. Kill steal of the of the month here. I know. I ca- I cannot believe that. Honestly, fuck off. <laughs> For the record, I was encouraging. Yeah, no, Brooks was on my side, and I appreciate that about him. See, that's why we are bad boys. Well, be careful. <laughs> bad boys encourage each other to use that's acid right. splash. <laughs> bad boys have each other's backs. Bad boys use those cantrips at tenth level. <laughs> Bad boy's got no ranged options. (laughs) Oh man, I guess I'm not a bad boy. (laughs) Uh, I mean, you don't have a great range option, but are you kidding? He hit twice. Yeah, did rolled high to get twelve points of damage on two hits. That's more than one. Did he get killed? It's, it's fine. Like it's whatever. We're going to go wanna, in the fucking building. Do you want to talk scoreboard? Mm. Yeah, I would, I would talk scoreboard. Mm, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know, guys. I don't know. He's been here a short time. He's really been, really been cutting things up. But I love it. I'm so glad you did it. Me too. Thank you. All right. We book it in the house. Matumbe shrinks back down. Yeah. Let's open the door. Actually, I've... Uh, Air Bear was right in front of the door. Matumbe blew it open with like a... a Roundhouse kick. Yeah, scoreboard, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> scoreboard. <laughs> he's opening doors and he's killing baddies. So, you make it inside. What is the plan here? You think you've you found a strange book. You killed the vizier. 
and you have this key, I guess you could call it, in this amulet that could get you through the phase door in the basement. But you've been through a decent amount today. It goes to the how, how do we know it goes to the basement? Is that just assumed? It goes through the phase door, wherever okay. that leads. To the basement. Wherever that leads. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I do want to go through this phase door, but I know everyone's pretty far down on resources, and we did level up, meaning that it might be wise to sleep and get our new shit. It would be very mm-hmm. wise for Eclipse to go to bed. Do you guys want to have any benefit from Manus? We want to go to bed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Air Bear is just soaking wet from being in this nasty, nasty pond. And we'll approach Freya. If there are any uh, abilities that you have for healing, I very much so need it. I can definitely heal us all up. We're not looking at a strongest. After I heal, I'll need to rest. It's gonna take a lot. Agreed. I know we all sustained substantial damage today. Yeah, Eclipse should be able to heal herself. So, uh, what? Our options are stable or bloody bed? There were a couple rooms in here. I mean, there's there's one like where all that water was leaking from that there's totally not a swarm of ticks yeah. still in. Totally fine. That's probably. walled off, so like Seems we don't like even think about it. Great idea. To I should have had those under the combat coming out of the door. <laughs> Ooh, if nobody's called the birth altar yet, I want that birth altar. <laughs> I want to. I want to sleep where Lyra was born. Now, Matube is intelligent enough to know that that phase door is probably two way, and so it might not be the smartest idea to sleep in the room with the phase door. All right, mm. stable it is. It's got too many doors. That's the only thing I don't like about the stable. What about Lyra's nursery? You no, to the I feel uncomfortable. You go hang out with the splatter of the vizier and all Me, the splatter. Me, Haley, I'm uncomfortable. No. Worms. What would your character do? She would probably go to the stables. Stables it is. There was also, it's a lot smaller, but the room where we found the baby uh, and the other cult members. Yeah, in the back. that. It's also covered in blood. Yeah, oh yeah, we killed a lot of people. In, in mm-hmm. we, we have decimated anything we've seen. We don't hide bodies. No, oh. God, no. no. And we do not clean up. These side storage rooms. <laughs> <laughs> there, one of them was a bedroom. It just had there a was bed. a very tiny bed. Oh, you know, I still have a stone shape prepared, so I could stone shape over the door for at least like one oh, set. Stone, stone shape that tomorrow yeah. to unstone shape those doors. <laughs> stone shape that altar. Uh, for Matumbe, armchair for Matumbe. I'll put a pillow. I'll tell you what. I'm gonna. I'm pointing at a at a at a room right now that has no windows, one door. It doesn't have any beds or anything. We got like roll like bed rolls yeah, and stuff. Absolutely. I think that's most defensible position. I think I say we should shack up in there. Sounds great. Mm-hmm. I'll put. I'll go ahead and put a trap on the door. That's the room you guys saw the tussle, uh, the signs of the the fight oh, from. Fuck, there's the, blood in that room too. Well, not really. There's not like a a ton of blood. Not like anywhere you've been where you've just left carcasses. Okay. The only carcass that we didn't leave is the stable because there was actually a live horse still in there. Yeah, I think. And we chose not to kill it. I'm going to take you away from all this. 
All right. Yeah. So this is where we'll be. I'll set a trap on the door handle like I do. Sure. And then we should go to bed. Because. Oh, before we go to bed, though. We heal. Yes, we heal. And then um, I still have some charges of lesser restoration if we want to heal some. Charisma damage? Well, I could uh, heal charisma damage. You can damage. also use it oh. to heal 1d2 of sanity damage for each of you, which could be useful. Yeah, that's more what I was worried about. But if you do have charisma... It's um, fine. Charisma does nothing for me. I can be ugly. Lesser restoration is like nothing. I mean, you're going to heal charisma damage overnight. Right. Not I'm not worried it, about it. One at a time. But some like sanity would be cool. Yeah. So yes. that is a... Like either one or two. Yeah. Everybody roll me a D percentile. 51 or higher does two. Wait, she can't get everybody, can she? How many people? She's got she's got a I wand. Have a wand. Oh. So, I think you can only do it like once you a day. You can only though? do it once per so. day. That's yeah. 29. 29, you heal one sanity. 75. 75, two sanity. Oh, 32. One sanity. 12. One sanity. I think I know the pattern. It's one or two. I said yeah. that. No, I know. I know. It was a joke, guys. Sorry, it was bad. So you guys settle in in the side bed or side storage room, I guess, and set an alarm on the door. Uh, a trap. A trap on the door and I get ready for bed. I will also set an alarm. Uh, a sentry. I'll also set a sentry up for 10 hours. So you don't need to keep watch because you have a sentry. Yep, a sentry, and it's uh, 60 feet wide. Cool, more than enough for this 15-foot-wide room. 60 feet wide, Griffin. Just want to make sure you're with me. takes up an actual third of this room. <laughs> That's not too far away At least from a quarter. At least That's a quarter. pretty close to true. <laughs> so, what are you guys doing before you go to bed? Anything? You're just going to sleep? Yeah, I think Eclipse... I mean, between the fact that she's going to be sending Liana out to be a sentry, um, because as you guys know, it's her that walks in a 60 feet range around us. And so she's bringing out Liana and then also she would turn inwards to talk to Manus real quick. He's new inside her brain. He just saw us well, I assume, assumably he was watching and not like sleeping during this, but he, you know, in, encountered us going through an elder tour here and some of the things that she did. Uh, notably, like some of those abilities are from the Lopper, some of those are from Liana, and, uh, and like sees those kind of things. And Eclipse would tell Manus. So you can kind of see all the things and the reasons why I need you here. But I need to know, are you going to bring something beneficial for us? Because everyone else has. And I want you to stay, whether you do or not. But it would be a big benefit if you can be part of this team fully. I already said I would, so there's no conversation needed. Whatever you need me to do, 
I've seen things way worse than what you just encountered. So I take it I might be able to call upon you to improve some of my intelligence about these items, huh? Hopefully, you'll need every bit of it. I'll have to see how we end up working out, because this team hasn't had someone so stable. And, uh, I'm not sure how it'll go, but thank you. You're welcome. And and that's kind of the the extent of the conversation. Eclipse would want to pull out of her head at that point and be ready to go to bed. This is going to be very hard in general for Eclipse because she now has essentially she has three major spirits and a fourth more minor that she has to now balance all of her mental focus between and they all give her different boons there's going to be a bit of a war on who gets the highest thing so in the past the lopper has to get shit otherwise you're going to suck in combat yeah yeah that is true, and so it's it's that's the thing. It's like for the for a long time, it has been the lopper has gotten of like has gotten a, a probably two thirds of the mental focus, um, or at least at least fifty percent of the mental focus, and Liana has gotten the second most for a long time, and now we have a new player in the mix, and. That might look different. Anyone else doing anything before bed? Yeah. Air Bear would actually uh, address Freya. Freya, you for wondering how I came to possess these hands. But first, I must tell you how I met Miela. I had just begun working at my family shop. I was barely a teenager and very naive to the evils of the world. A group of adventurers very similar to us came into the shop and there was nothing out of the ordinary at first, but you can imagine my surprise when they came right up to me without looking at any of the other items. They had this reckless presence about them that they didn't fear at all. A tall woman crouched down so that her dark, powerful eyes met mine and she introduced herself as Mirella. She said that I could keep my family and the shop safe. All I had to do was come with them. Easy enough but uh, confusing, yes. I don't even remember responding, though. I thought I would be right back, 
And without a word, I left, knowing, uh, without knowing that I would never see them again. They rode while I walked, but it felt like I was this writer and the horse at the same time, if that makes sense to you. Like, I wasn't actually making any directional movements. There was one dark, narrow pass that I had to travel, not not able to stop, not turn around. And the next few years was how long that they held me for their training both physical and emotional, I must say. I, of course, did not understand why I had to train, but uh, the other two were Vesnik and at grief, but they continue to train me in the most brutal ways long after the the bruises were dark enough to even see through my my fur if ever there was a time of I even tried to refuse Vesnik would send his horrid wolf on me and well through the years uh, I saw them do absolutely terrible things to so many good, kind people. The day came when Mirella handed me a pair of wakazashis after I saw her cut the arms off of the man. The handles I remember them. Uh, When I picked them up, they were still warm. I held them and pleaded that there had to be a different way. But what else was I supposed to believe when Mirella says that she was doing all of this to keep my family safe? What else was I supposed to do? I looked at the man with the same eyes that Mirella looked at me when she first, when on the day that we first met and I killed that man. Around the campfire, after Mirella went to bed, we sneaked at grief for celebrating and said that the only reason that I was alive was because Mirella drew the betrayal out of some deck of cards. Uh, 
Nothing that I would know. They just laughed it off like it was no big deal. Like they had done so many times before. But I knew that I was just a pawn. A tool. Shortly after, I slipped away and escaped them. But there was a great price to be paid. I had but one thing on my mind, and that was getting revenge. It consumed me like a hunger. I fought my way to Feldgrau, where I met the most evil things I had ever seen. The creatures they stuffed together were as if the skin could was only melted together and then somehow cooled back into shape. But it was the faces that showed the pain that their mouths bounds could not say. I couldn't do it. The next thing that I know, I woke up on that slab with these hands. I was, was so lost. But see, the thing, I, I was so naive to think that I could take them all alone. I was in this very dark place, literally and figuratively, when you found me. But we are so much stronger together. Can't you see this? We, we are so much more together. And these hands, while yes, they are not natural, but there has to be some sort of reason. And I see now that I need you all so much more. Freya walks up closer to Air Bear and she grasps his furless hands and kind of wraps hers around his. Thank you for opening up to us. It's not an easy task. Losing your family is heartbreaking and doing so much in the name to protect them, even if it was misguided. We can't replace what you've lost, but we are our own family here, like you said. Each of us is stronger together than we are apart. Whatever you've had to do to get here, and protect our family is worth it. If the hands that you have are a tool you can use 
then you have to use it. Life has a way of beating you down. You can't stay down. You got to get back up and fight. Now, is this story told to the entire group? Well, certainly out loud. So, and they're in a small enough room, yes. I would allow a knowledge local or a knowledge nobility on the names he mentioned. He had a couple. Is that same info or, or different for the different uh, checks there? Uh, the nobility would be easier, I would say. All right, I'm, I'm going to try and rock that. 28. 28. You think that this is a group of adventurers that kind of roams Ustalav in a caravan similar to that of the Crooked Kin. However, they're much more powerful. You know that this group, it sounded like Bear was saying was led by a woman named Mirella. You've heard of this group. They're known as the Night Harrows. You remember reading a passage, Matumbe, and it went like this. The cards brought them together, binding them to one another. First, the ambitious Queen Mother of Regian Harrower descended from a bloodline of death yet now she craves undeath. Her readings found the others. The survivor, a vampire lord from the tyrant's army, reluctantly ready to serve anew. The sickness, a disease-ravaged daughter of Thuvia, she who shunned the pallid princess to embrace him who gnaws. The lost one, victimized by alchemy, an unseen killer, carrying out his reaper's murderous will and the betrayal a man whose hands have killed thousands oh dear so yeah as like a player I think I'm making a connection here but you know anyway (laughs) you you also recognize from that deck and it makes sense they're called the Night Harrows. Each of those refers to a Harrow card. That's what I was going to say. Those names mm-hmm. seem very familiar, so. Speaking of Harrow card. What up, Brooks? Oh, yeah. I get the betrayal. It is an evil card. It you. <laughs> yeah. It is a feathered almost goddess. Uh who uh, a blue-haired woman who has a ton of jewelry and some sick tats uh long uh, forearm length gloves holding a severed head and uh, kissing it but the blood from the head is dripped on a uh Grapevine. I love it. Yeah, so, so Matumbe would speak up. You know, Abed, it seems that this troop of characters you've described actually carries quite a reputation. It was a 
a, a, a caravan of sorts that I had heard tale of when I was traveling to Professor Lorimore's funeral. In the inns I stopped in and the taverns I spent a night in, on, in my journeys there were whispers of this group. Individually, each one of them carries their own foul legend, but together, just like we make each other stronger, they seem to grow more evil. I am surprised that you were allowed to leave with your life. You are a lucky man, Mr. Airbear. I f would disagree with... <laughs> uh how lucky I am I like I said uh, was a great price that I paid and if I could do it all over again I I don't know if I would stay if it meant that all of my family would be alive and I can't look back. It's too much. Tales of woe and death like this bring pain to my heart the way they bring pain to the hearts of any that hear them or any reasonable person that hears them. But know this. However obtuse it might seem, there is a path and a destiny for all of us. It is unfortunate that your family passed away, but look across this room and see three other individuals who have all suffered intense loss. Loss not unfamiliar to your own. It's my personal belief that there is meaning in this loss, for it shapes us. You may see yourself as unlucky, and frankly I see you as unlucky as well. But what you do, coming out of this, defines who you are. Freya speaks wisely. You never know how good at getting back up again you are until you actually fall down. And it seems that you have fallen down. What will you do to pick yourself back up and move forward? Alpha status, I'm going to get Vid is of as much evil as I can. <laughs> but yes, I... I... Well, I have found a point where... Where... I am better with you all than I am by myself. And that's all. Some family is made, Ober. Not born. Some of it's made. And for that, I am lucky that you have found me. So thank you all for for your all uh, generosity here. I mean, you could have left me, and so I, there is a brighter side. It has been a difficult few weeks, but time and again you have proven yourself not just as a capable combatant, but as a powerful man and a good friend. 
We went to hell and back together. Never forget that. <laughs> Abaddon. <laughs> it's an expression, all right? And I will not soon leave. Good. <laughs> well, on that note, uh, you all go to sleep. And I would like to talk a little bit, now that you've gone to sleep, you are resetting your sheets and getting your level 10 abilities. Fuck yeah, we are. Woo! I'm so excited. And oh yeah. I actually want to talk to Brooks first because I know uh, with that conversation, he has made a substantial change to his character. Oh. Yes. So uh, part of the samurai is uh, your order and if you are to break said, said order which I uh, haven't leveled up since we've met each other so therefore now is uh, the the only time to really do that I am no longer under the lion's order but a rogue yeah what? he's a he's a ronin ronin i <laughs> multi-classed for a second i was like I, I don't know about that man it's like real late in the game but <laughs> yes i uh... just trying to get that dex to damage baby. <laughs> but yes uh, so i am Sw so i've switched orders uh slightly similar to to how a, a cleric would lose their deity. So I know virtually nothing about samurais. What what's the difference between those orders? What's some big main points? So with my ronin ability, well, it, it's almost kind of like another uh resolve point. Okay. I think I think it'll it'll come up relatively quickly because it involves me. Uh, do you still get your resolve point for your saves? I do, I do. I, I get that in in addition. Uh, normally, with an order, you get a banner to fly. Okay. And add usually your charisma bonus to which is really good for you. Mine is great. <laughs> great, great. You tell he didn't build meaning to use that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It gives like a morale boost to everybody, right? It is. It's, it's, like it's a, a party morale boost. It's like a light inspire courage. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which would have been great, but, uh, you know, can't, can't be the best at everything, guys. Okay. So there's some ability that you gain instead of that that we will see very soon in the future. Yes, yes. Uh, I summon up my willpower as an immediate action and can use it in one of three ways. I can use it... He can use his willpower whenever an attack would reduce him fewer to zero hit points, but when kill him and instead be at one hit point and conscious. Ah. Mm. Can use his willpower after making an attack roll to confirm a critical roll to re-roll the okay. attack roll. 
need that. Mm-hmm. That's good. <laughs> yep. And finally, he can use his willpower to take a 10 on a skill check during combat, even if the situation or skill would normally not allow him to take a 10. Oh, that's, that's nice. nice. Yes. Uh, it's so knowledge good. checks. I was, no. uh, my first thought was knowledge, uh, but then it went to swim. Yeah, I was going to say, it real handy this past, past episode. So the, the most important thing, I think, like, those are cool mechanical abilities, but the Ronin is the only samurai order that you can just switch to. Mm-hmm. You don't have to, you don't have to go through rigorous training and re-oath. Uh, Ronin basically means you've broken your vows and you're solo. That's and so cool. his original vow was to the Night Harrows. So he's breaking that. Because oh. some families made! <laughs> yeah. Aww. Well, Haley, what did Eclipse get? This, uh, this is a big deal for Eclipse. I'm so hype about this. Uh, level 10. I get a new haunted implement. And what is that implement? It's a doll, guys! Did you not get that? I had no idea. Look at these looks of surprise <laughs> around this table. Uh, new ghost is Manus, Lyra's It is, yeah. And, um see our surprise through the airwaves. Yeah. I didn't know it. Bad boys get surprised <laughs> through the airwaves. That's big, true. Big surprises here. But the, the big thing is... um. It's actually necromancy. So hmm. Manus is incredibly intelligent. Um, as we saw, he was doing some research. He he's he's not, he's a smart guy. We found him in a library. Heck, that's all that. So uh, under that, he's the arch mage um, sec- segment of of one of these you know possessions. So I have a champion, a guardian, and an arch mage at this point. And archmages uh, do some benefits to your uh, mental stats, specifically intelligence, as well as he is necromancy. That's a new school of magic for me. This is big. Also, I get level four spells. So I'm getting level four spells as well as it's necromancy is a new school of magic. So now I get a necromantic spell for every level of spell that I've already had. So I'm getting uh, essentially five new level four spells Plus one level three, two, one, and zero. Um, but those lower level are all specifically necromancy. And it's this is a really, really cool. This is a great level for me just to get some of those things. Level 10 is it's big on that. As well as uh, one other cool benefit, you know. You guys really like all my creatures. I get more. All my summon monsters got better. Sorry, you're level nine again. <laughs> no, they have lives. We need to let them live. Either multi-class or stay level nine. <laughs> Fuck off. I don't know. We can keep throwing sharks in whirlpools. That's fine. Yeah. So, <laughs> We're watching I, sharks I, I, get flushed. Basically, I'm summon monster four now, but that was just kind of a funny thing. But yeah, no, the level four spells are going to be huge. That'll be great. Very good things here. And then uh, this archmage ability. So that's what I was kind of hit. Uh, I'm hinting at I straight up said uh, there is literally going to be a, a more difficult decision that I'm going to have to make it's not going to be just shove all of your I- in mental focus into one specific implement and just use the bonuses to that implement I'm going to have to actually plan out and there'll be more resource tracking on my side because I might not be using the Lapper's bonuses 
as much as I had in the past. Better keep those things invested or you become three quarters BAB so, and basically a shitty no, no, no. combatant. I, I can keep it invested, but there's some <laughs> other stuff that uh, that are kind of latent abilities that I'm now going to have to balance a little bit more. Yeah, like the summon monster thing. That's gone now. That's not true. That's not true. <laughs> that got better. All right. More well, monsters. Emily Woodfrey again. So for clerics, level 10. Not super exciting. Uh, nothing too crazy, but she does get an additional spell slot like across the board. So I'll be able to prepare more spells um, at every level. So that's just going to open up a little bit more flexibility with what I prepare. I can leave some slots open still, um, but still have a good reserve of spells. Uh, so can be a little dynamic in how I play and hopefully just have something for every occasion. Nice. Tombs, Inquisitor right. or Investigator? Good question. So I actually just took like a Sunday and built Matumbe out with actually several different classes oh at, for at 10. Oh. So I took a look. I, Gunslinger. You know what? <laughs> I'm not I'm not even going to say them all because I'm because who knows where this is going. But after going through uh, several different options, I did land on taking an eighth level of Inquisitor was probably the way to go. That's not to say that I won't dip into something later or go further down the investigator train later, but everything considered at 10, the eighth level Inquisitor was probably the one for me. So what does this get me? I'm not going to drill down to it in a big story fashion like I did earlier with the tattoos, but I do get another tattoo, which basically means that overnight Matumbe is inking himself up a little bit and can scribe a level three spell on himself to cast as a spell like ability once per day. What level three spell might Matumbe take? Come on, guys. You know it's coordinated efforts. Yeah. Need to know it so I'm just going to have that. He's got a like, friendship is rare tattoo. <laughs> you know what? Now he does. Now he does, but it's in Abyssal. <laughs> so, so it looks fucking badass. But, oh, yeah. So but, badass. But, like, but it looks badass. But then when like a demon sees it, they're like, well, that's fucking stupid. <laughs> demon sees it. Why does he have sh- shrimp fried rice? On right. His- it's like, yeah, yeah. That's what I was about to say. It's like those like super basic people that get like Chinese or Japanese characters on them, but just say like something really dumb. Yeah. So he's got that going for him. He does not get fourth level spells at eighth level Inquisitor, but I get a couple more spell slots and I do need to learn these specifically. Um, so the ones that I took were just ones that I thought I'd get a little utility out of. I took a seventh or a second level spell called Sea Invisibility. Does exactly what it sounds like. And I took a third level spell called Heroism. Oh, Heroism. Whoa. I mean, that right. That's, that's just... Uh, Good stuff. That's my Inquisitor's bread and butter. I just casted that on myself every hour, baby. What kinds of heroes this episode? I took weird spells. (laughs) I'm sure you did. (laughs) And then just just to round it out, I got the regular Matumbe level up just absolute insane amount of skill points so not not to dive into anything too specifically where i allocated these oh yeah because you you know you didn't just allocate to every skill on the on the list i mean i did allocate to most of them but to just uh there's two that i really wanted to highlight i 
through a couple ranks and craft alchemy to take that up to a plus 13. So that's that's a skill that I think may come up at some point, which is exciting. We've seen it before. But then the other one that I'm really excited about, I threw a couple extra ranks in disabled device. I'm gonna be rolling a disabled device at a plus 22. Fuck yeah. Wow. We need Neat. this. Bring the traps. Don't, Man, don't say that too loud. Here we go. Bad boys want to get trapped. <laughs> no. Steve, stop. But that's really it. Um, I don't think there's anything there that like blows anybody's mind. But it's a just an across-the-board improvement of what I've got going on. Nice. Well, on that note, you all get a good night's rest. The alarm does not go off because you've killed everything in this house. So let's finish our drinks, because we'll see you next week. Yeah! I knew it. Hideous Laughter Productions is an officially licensed partner of Paizo Incorporated. Carrying Crown is copyright 2011. Carrying Crown and the Pathfinder Adventure Path are trademarks of Paizo. Paizo, Pathfinder, their respective logos, and all Paizo titles, characters, and artwork are properties of Paizo, Inc. and used with permission.